0: Sports Stance.
1: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Sports Dance. I'm your host, Greg, and with me, live and in person, once again, it's the guy trying to not lose his job, like other announcers have this week. It's Paul, everybody.
0: Oh boy, we have a lot to talk about on that front. <laughs>
1: How are you, Greg? I'm doing pretty well, Paul. Can't complain. Life's doing all right at the moment i'm with you so that's pretty good yeah this southern studio is getting a lot of use yeah it really is plus you know nba is on every day at one o'clock till like 11 o'clock at night so it makes me a happy boy so month two months ago we was saying what are we ever going to talk about now it's all crammed in now yeah now you have <laughs> basketball hockey starting at like one and three in the afternoon for playoffs then as you get into the night you have the later games plus baseball starts up now well, you have well. too many sports to watch that's
0: right <laughs> we went from I no need four
1: If I could, I would.
0: Remember back, and you probably do, when they started (laughs) that TV screen-on-screen. How that was so cool.
1: I would even take picture, like a half picture-in-picture, like. Somehow, if it was decent. I have to have a huge TV, I think. Well, that's what the remote control is for. <laughs> I mean, I'm at your house, and I've helped you move about 17 TVs today, so you know Mr. Fancy Pants.
0: Yeah, well, I do need a couple of brackets to hold that monster we put up in the in
1: the rec room. <laughs> that 20-year-old TV that weighs about a ton?
0: Oh, that that's a plasma. That's yeah. a, I think it's a 55-inch plasma. I do think it weighs about 200 pounds. Yeah,
1: that is ridiculous. Anyway, we're doing well. We're going to get into some NBA talk before we get into the fun announcer talk, because that's the good stuff. That's the oh-no baby for the week. Oh, boy. But first, some NBA talk. All the series, you know, going well. Certain teams having some rough starts. We have, you know, the big one. I think the best series so far has been the Mavs versus the Clippers. Big news. We're recording at 2.55 on a Sunday afternoon. Just came out that Luka Doncic will be, in fact, playing in Game 4, which is huge for the Mavs. Well, good thing, because he makes the Mavs offense work. He does make that Mavs offense work. I mean, honestly, if he was out, that's about... 30 to 40 points plus 10 to 15 assists and 10 plus rebounds because the guy's a triple-double close almost every night that he plays as a 21, 22-year-old, which is just impressive. That's big shoes to fill for the bench play- people to make up.
0: When you when you take a player like that out of the mix and they've been playing all along, that's a big change for a team. That, that's There's no groove.
1: No, that's it's taking your LeBron away. It's taken your Giannis away. It's taking all these big-name guys away. Luckily for the Lakers, they have Anthony Davis, but... In general, it's it's a big deal if he wasn't playing. He's going to try to muster through that mustard.
0: mustard yeah. Colonel Mustard yeah, Colonel in the mustard. lobby <laughs> with a <the> basketball <laughs> with, pump. With
1: the sprained ankle. Uh, no, he's going to try to get through this game with that bad ankle. It looked pretty bad the other night. Paul, when you the, even saw it, you kind of went, It's uh, the cringe.
0: It's like, oh, boy, I hope you didn't hear a snap because you could have because there's nobody in the stands. Well, the
1: slow-mo doesn't help either because the slow-mo makes it look Way worse than it is. Granted, he did not put any pressure on that foot going off the court and up the ramps to the locker room. So you knew right away you were like, not good. Something bad happened. This series just went from, hey, this is an exciting series. Maybe the Mavs have a chance to, oh, the Clippers are just going to take this easily. Now, Mavs still have a chance. We'll see where it goes. For all I know, it's going to be 3-1 after today. But
0: Hey you need a competition. You need
1: yeah. you, you got to have good games. At least with Luca there, you have a chance for 2-2. Two and two. He gives another... If anything, he opens up the court for his other teammates because even if he's not 100%, I would take a Luka at 80% over guys from my bench if I'm the Mavs. It's just how it has to be. All right. (laughs) Besides that, you have the Sixers who are in the midst of trying to not get swept. They might be swept by the time this comes out tomorrow.
0: Well, this is a talent thing, and the Sixers just don't have the talent the Celtics do.
1: No, they don't. Joel Embiid has tried every single thing he can. He put up a monster game in Game 3. Still wasn't enough. I mean, when you are without Ben Simmons, who is their certified number 2 All-Star, he's very good defensively. He would be the guy to shut down Jason Tatum. It's just going to be hard.
0: Well, you know, you talk about a Haywood, the Haywood injury. The Celtics know how to play without him because they have. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's always his ankle.
0: He, he only has two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the first one snapped in half in the first oh, game ever for a Celtic. Good a few, two years ago. And then he finally comes back. Finally, he's having a decent season. And, well, Kabal. he's gone for four weeks. <laughs> yep, at least. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a talent thing. Joel Embiid, he's one guy. He plays like he's three sometimes. Sometimes he plays like he's half a guy, but in the playoffs <laughs> – he tends to take it a little more seriously. I mean, I'm not kidding, Paul. There were games that beforehand he was eating cheeseburgers, like on the side of the court. <laughs> oh, boy. There were certain games. He one, he's one of those guys that you're like, is he trying his hardest? Because then you see what he's capable of, and you're like...
0: So how does he get a cheeseburger in the middle of the game? Somebody run no, up the him No, not in the middle of the game. Like
1: right before the game. Like in, yeah. free, in warm-ups, he's getting stretched out eating like a cheeseburger. So he
0: must have a person, right? Yeah. His, they when you're a superstar, right? you can kind of probably get away with most they, of they things. Say, hey, come here. Go get me a yeah. cheeseburger. Hey, Hold part. the
1: onion. You You... You don't listen to what they say. Get me my cheese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he probably has it prearranged. He just gets it anyway. Probably. But kind of don't, like the peanut butter and jelly thing. It'll don't have it yet. on the court. No. Just don't have it on the court. That's <laughs> all he has. You know the media is going to eat that up. But I'm
1: Keep fun. it off the court. That's it. So, for going from one big man to another, the Lakers also took a 2-1 series lead. Dame Lillard, dislocated finger in game two, put up 34 points, I think, last night. Decent effort, but LeBron James and Anthony Davis were just too much.
0: When you have Anthony Davis have a tough first half and then comes out like a bolt of lightning and takes it over in the fourth, that's how it goes. It it drives
1: that team. They're just a talent-based team. I mean, it's LeBron and Anthony Davis. They're the two that drive that whole offense. Obviously, one can carry the low for a little bit. Anthony Davis did that last night in the fourth quarter at one point. He had six straight points for them, three straight jump shots that trailblazers just looked like they had nothing of any clue of how to stop it. Uh, Nurk, Nurkic, oh my! So it's like, don't have to sound like a curse word right <laughs> there. <laughs> Looked gassed as their center going against Anthony Davis. So I don't really know if the Trailblazers are longed for this playoffs. Dame time might be up. So we're we're gonna have to see how that one goes. I do think overall Lakers should win that series, the number one seed, and they have LeBron James, who is still to me is number one or two in the world. And I think that Ding just said I was right. You were. That's ding, a winner. The ding means winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner. That is exactly how that goes.
0: Anthony Davis will be the winner. Yeah. See what I did there? I made yeah. a little.
1: Yeah, good job. <laughs> hey, if anything, Anthony Davis will be a winner if him and LeBron win a championship because gets the monkey off of him never winning anything in his life off his back and gives LeBron another championship, yeah, which helps get a little more monkey off his back.
0: Yeah, piling on LeBron. You know, I was never really a LeBron fan, but I...
1: Oh, you despised the
0: decision. I, I kind of really am thinking that talent. You can't, you can't, you can't fight that talent. He's ta- he's, he's talent. amazing. So the guy is just a machine. He is. He plays. He practices. What does he have? Zero percent body fat. The guy is he's like ridiculous. a
1: robot. He after the game last night, a reporter caught him in the gym after the game, lifting weights, doing everything. He had scored thirty-eight points. He had twelve assists, eight rebounds. Played thirty-plus minutes in a playoff game. And then he's like, you know what? I think I need to practice. I need to go get a lift in. (laughs) Like, he's 35. He's had a 17-year career already. Imagine that. Take a break. And then there's people that still are like, you know what? He doesn't work as hard as Michael Jordan and all these things. And then you see the Bulls documentary a few months ago. And Michael Jordan's like, yeah, on my off day, I just hung out in my room and ate pizza because I felt afraid to go outside because of fans and things. And he's like, I smoked like three cigars that day. I'm like...
0: Yeah, and then there's LeBron. LeBron, LeBron game. he he
1: goes to a cryogenics (laughs) thing, gets frozen for a half hour, and he's like, all right, I'm good. (laughs) There's differences. Like, Michael Jordan, obviously, great all-time. But LeBron James, I truly think, is 1A, 1B. They're neck and neck. If you throw out championships, from just a pure NBA player perspective, I think LeBron has the edge. Michael has the mental edge. LeBron has the physical, statistic edge.
0: Yeah, what, with a, what he what, does. What a What a, a basketball specimen. Yeah.
1: Pure talent. He's a specimen in general. He could go play football if he wanted to right now and probably dominate.
0: Well, it's just the, the, the shape that guy is in and you know the practice he puts in and the weightlifting he puts in, clearly, yep. after a game. Everyone else probably went home and crashed. Or well, they've got the ice bath. Or they did whatever they're doing. And a glass of wine.
1: He's out getting <laughs> ready for the next exactly. game, <laughs> pumping it up. Teams that don't look like they're getting ready for any games anytime soon. Probably the Nuggets.
0: The Nuggets, terrible third seed, and they don't even play like they care.
1: I mean, looks really that don't... way. It, it, it does. They have gotten blown out by the Jazz. They're not looking good at all. Like I know they got the Joker on their team. That's you may not know Nikola Jokic. All these fancy European names I'm throwing out at you today. Yeah, and I thought you
0: were stuttering, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, he hasn't looked like his normal triple-double type self. Yeah, Jamal Murray, who is literally a hit or miss. All star one game he looks like he's the next up and coming point guard in the league, and then the following game you're like, does that guy come from the bench? Like, what is he your third, fourth best option off the bench? And you're like, no, no, no he's he's the number two guy. <laughs> filling a bear of sneakers. You're like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with him today, but no, the Nuggets have looked terrible. The Jazz have looked phenomenal. You have Rudy. I gave everybody coronavirus. Go Bear. He's the guy that started the whole situation and shut down the NBA. So lately, touching,
0: yes, touching the microphone. Touching the microphones.
1: Thought he was funny. <laughs> yeah imagine that funny ha ha, 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 ha. Yeah. oh crap hey the this nba reacted the right way yeah, right good. they put that bubble up and, and then, luckily the nhl followed suit pretty quickly yeah, absolutely they risked it for i think another week and then they were like you know what they might be onto something here we should listen <laughs> we should watch and we should learn but they have looked really good especially donovan mitchell they just got mike Connolly back after he just had his birth of his son i believe it was or daughter he had child That's all that matters. I don't don't know what it is. I forget (laughs) off the top of my head. But he came back, put up 27 points, first game back, getting back in the bubble. Pretty good. So they are overall just dominating. I think they're going to take the series as the sixth seed. Granted, it's a two-game difference between records, so they're kind of a neck-and-neck team. But as a three-seed, the Nuggets, oof, just not good. I know I left your speech. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, I'm going to try to come up with a nugget joke. Like a chicken nugget. A
0: chicken nugget. But chicken, they're not chicken. They're just lazy nuggets. Oh, there you go. Right?
1: Play sure. lazy? The, the nuggets that get turned into chicken nuggets are the lazy nuggets.
0: <laughs> yeah, they can't run away fast <laughs> no, enough. They can't. They're not quite enough to be good enough they're for not the Purdue. Pa- they're not the big protein.
1: <laughs> they're the little guys. They're the ones that get McDonald's.
0: Hold the chicken. Hold the lettuce.
1: <laughs> there's Chick-fil-A chicken and then there's McDonald's nuggets. The Nuggets right, are Because they like don't them call them domidals. chicken.
0: Yeah,
1: They're Mick Nuggets. <laughs> they're Mick Nuggets. They're made out of Mick. Uh, poor guy. <laughs> Whatever. Grounded him up. He <laughs> fell in the blender. Other team that has completely dominated the playoffs, though, kind of like the Jazz have. I think Denver squeaked out one win, and that's all they're going to get in that series. The Raptors, though, just just on sheer looking at a team, have completely overtaken the Nets. The Nets have no answers. Granted, the Nets are without like, their top six starters, but still.
0: Hey, that's, uh, so they must be well coached.
1: They, I think they might be. So
0: Nick Nurse earns that uh, Coach of
1: the Year award. He did. And I think rightfully so. They lose Kawhi Leonard. They won an NBA championship last year. Basically, everybody says because of Kawhi Leonard. He leaves for the Clippers. Everybody's like, well, Raptors are going to be a five or six seed. And then they take the number two seed. And they've looked pretty good as a two seed. They've looked pretty good in general overall as a basketball team. I would say right now they're one of the top five teams in the playoffs with how they're playing. And it's,
0: uh, I think about a well-coached team, you lose that top gun, and you
1: just keep going. As he said yesterday in his NBA Coach of the Year acceptance that he didn't realize was happening, nice moment they had his old high school basketball coach who I think had no idea where he was. He just knew (laughs) Nick was there, and he was getting an award. And he was like, you you won an award and he was like oh thanks <laughs> It was like it was like it's sweet but at the same time i was kind of like oh that poor old man i don't uh, think he i don't think he like i was like tough. he gets it but yeah i was like sweet did you really have to drag him out awkward. can you just give him somebody because he didn't know he sweet. just thought he was like maybe ta- i think he thought he was just talking to his old mba coach yeah. he had no idea about the award so then when he got presented the award it made it slightly more awkward because then you're kind of like thank you um, you're still a high school coach. I'm now an NBA coach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you must have been a hell of a
1: coach. My, my you must have taught me well. I, I apparently. But, yeah, so they've gone out well. But it was funny in the thing he said. Fred Van Vliet and uh, Pasco Siakam, after they found out Kawhi Leonard left, he saw them almost immediately after the news came out. And he said, hey, guys, I hope you're ready to fill in for those 30 shots that we're now going to be missing a game. And he goes. They immediately started both stretching their arms, being like, "All right, I guess we gotta get loosened up and get ready to go." And I guess they did. <laughs> and they guess they did. <laughs> and then, last but not least, for the NBA playoffs, before we move on, the Bucks. Now, the Bucks started off kind of rocky, Paul.
0: Hiccup in game one.
1: Hiccup in game one. Nobody saw the magic coming out and taking that game, but they did. Well, now they're on a roll. Yeah, since then the Bucks have just been like, <laughs> "Oh, hey, reminder, we're, <laughs> we're the number one seed." You're just our practice round.
0: <laughs> we just gotta get through you. We're just gonna Thanks go. for warming us up. Like
1: Giannis has just looked amazing. I probably should have written his last name down because I would love to see you try to say it. Do you wanna hear me say it? I wanna hear it? you
0: say it. Anta decumpo. Anta decumpo.
1: Oh there you go. I've been practicing that for a week. <laughs> You've been practicing your Greek? Uh, oh, is he Greek? He's the Greek freak. Okay. The Greek freak. That's his nickname. And that's it. Because he is a freak of nature. Yeah, nine feet tall. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he looks like a legend born from the gods of Greece. And he's he delivering. Plays like one. He's delivering. <laughs> yeah. He was the MVP last year, so very says good. something. But that's NBA for this week. Paul, I'm very proud of you. You got through that pretty well.
0: I got through it, and I just think um, I'm still amazed at the bubble.
1: Yeah, the bubble has been very impressive. Yeah. Now, besides the bubble for the NBA, we're going to talk some hockey which we're going to be upfront about this, Paul, to our fans. We've talked hockey the past few weeks, and we've sounded kind of knowledgeable. But now? They've advanced in the playoffs. And I'm, I, I'm lost. I, no I, I I I agree. I didn't even know the second round started. I, I I. But we're going to make predictions. Yeah, okay, we'll make some predictions. Why <laughs> this, not? We're going to talk some hockey. This is kind
0: of like the hockey-tennis conversation. Yeah, exactly. We'll get through
1: it. <laughs> well, we, we've actually, hey, you know what? For our loyal fans, we've talked some NHL the past few weeks, and we've sounded pretty good about it. Yeah, yeah. They've actually been decent. This week, it's it's just going to be like straight up, I know that team. I, I've heard of them. I've heard of them. I think
0: they might win. I saw a couple of highlights,
1: that kind of thing. Yeah, that's exactly how it's going to go. So are you ready to make these predictions? I am rock. ready to rock and roll. <laughs> All right, let's make these predictions. First up, we got the Bruins and the Lightning. Your beloved Boston Bruins versus the Tampa Bay offensive juggernaut Lightning. Um, Bruins. How many games? Seven game series. Yeah, uh, at least give those predictions. You can't just pick a team at Bruins this Bruins in six. Bruins in six? All right. I want to say And I'd yes. like to say
0: they'll win at home. <laughs> but I'm bummed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, I give credit to whoever is using that billboard in the NHL bubble for the games. They have made some pretty funny things on the big scoreboard. Like the seven overtimes. They have the seven overtime stretch that's great they had like the next day the bruins went to overtime and the board said seriously we're doing this again and, <laughs> like it was whoever was running it is clearly has a funny little comedic bone in their body and, and they, and they use to, it well
0: they, they they keep it so it can be televised yeah, keep it light-hearted,
1: <laughs> that's true not like some of the announcers oh boy but we'll go with i'll go with the bruins too just I why love, not i i'm in massachusetts why not it'll make it a little more interesting plus the Lightning were the number one seed last year and got swept out of the playoffs. I don't think they deserve to win anything after that. Touche. How, how, how are you the best team in the NHL? They and set records. Swept. They were an offensive juggernaut. Like I just said, they still are. And they got swept. Like, that shouldn't have happened. Cockiness. I think that might have been some of it. All right, next up, Flyers Islanders. Now, the Flyers have been kind of on a Cinderella run. They were the four seed going into that round robin of seeding and got the number one seed. Played... With a vengeance, with a mission, can't sustain it. Islanders. All right, I'm gonna go Flyers strictly for the fact that my neighbor is a Flyers fan, and I was having a conversation with his four-year-old son this week, <laughs> where he told me,
0: "Did he bribe his son? Did
1: he? Did he no, brainwash him?" They're originally from Philadelphia, so I kind of like them because he's an Eagles fan. Okay. But his son was wearing a Philly shirt, and I was like, "Oh, do you like the Phillies?" He's like, "No, I only like the Flyers and the Eagles." And I was like, oh, I, "Okay, I can't really, fought you. Fought you. I really can't really fault you there, I guess." And he goes, "And I just wanted to let you know that the Flyers are better than the Bruins." And I said, "Oh, really? <laughs> Why is that?" And he goes, "They just have better players." Well, and I was like, "For the mouths of the I was Like, okay, I guess you might have a point. You're for. I'm. You're not really biased in any sort of way. I. I guess they might be. <laughs> Maybe he'll be the guy
0: that picks the winners now. Yeah, just
1: give him all the odds and things and see who he points at. Does somebody
0: have a groundhog that picks a winner or something? Everybody has something. There was an
1: octopus. I think the octopus died recently. Uh Uh-oh. So the World Cup is going to be all over the place in Qatar. 145 (laughs) degree heat, killing people on the grass anyway. That would be bad. That's a whole other thing. Anyway, besides that, so we have Flyers. And I said, Islanders, you go, Islanders. I'm going to go with the Flyers next the Avalanche stars and stars already started last night, and I believe I want to say the Avalanche won, but I can double check that in my handy dandy notes here. And no, the Stars won. Wow, that would have been really bad if I just was the like, stars, avalanche or one okay,
0: other. so so the Stars and the Avalanche. I have heard of the Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched hockey in uh, a very
1: very long time. We are a sports podcast. Oh my god, I know, but it's hockey. It's painful. That's what the other shows on 12 On Sport, like the World Hockey Report. They love that. Those guys eat love eat it up,
0: that. they tell you everything you want to know,
1: and watch them. We have all of them. That's what we rely on at 12 On Sports. I rely on the World Hockey Report and all those different shows that cover hockey for us. Sports Stance is not where you're going to find your top-notch hockey info. No, no, no. If you're coming here for the hockey, ooh, I got bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> Things are not going to go in your favor. <clears throat> not at all. All right, so Stars Avalanche. Stars have a 1 0 series lead. Does that sway you, or do you think the Avalanche come down and pummel them?
0: Where are the Stars
1: from? I Dallas. to ask. Dallas Stars are going to win. All right, yeah, I go. want to see
0: somebody that's in 104 degree heat win a hockey game. <laughs> Imagine if the ice, like if they would have an open <laughs> rink.
1: I don't understand it. Why are what? they all using floaties? <laughs>
0: they have on their swimmies.
1: I'm going to go with the Stars also. Mainly because I know the Avalanche goalie got a little roughed up the other night. I don't think he's, I don't know if he's fully hurt, but he's injured. So, we'll see what happens there. But, besides that, last series is the Vegas Knights versus, drumroll, because my notes disappeared. And I don't remember off the of my head the Canucks. <laughs> Wow, the Canucks. The Vancouver Canucks. One of the original teams, if I'm not mistaken. It might be. I don't Damn. know. Don't ask me. But certainly the Knights were not. <laughs> <laughs> no. The Knights, the Knights are more recent. I think I'm going with the Canucks. I'm going to go with the Knights because, well, it's Why Vegas. not? I want to see a team from Vegas win and not be able to celebrate right now. Because everything's shut down. Because <laughs> how awful would <laughs> that be? Are they make? having
0: a parade? Yes, there's one guy twirling a baton on Main Street. <laughs> They're actually going to go on the pirate ship at Treasure Island. Yes. And that's where they're going to celebrate. <laughs> Why not? Everybody's 30 feet away
1: for, in the lagoon. If anybody gets too close, we have cannons. <laughs> I believe it was a, a, a movie filmed in that boat. There was. Uh, multiple. Yeah. That, not just one. I know this only strictly because when I went to Las Vegas as a child, my parents bought a movie called Treasure Island.
0: And that boat was in it.
1: And that boat was in it. And the whole concept was this kid found, like, a spirit in the Treasure Island hotel and it, like, followed, showed him, like, told him about this buried treasure. And the kid, the whole vacation, was, like, finding the guy. And he was, like, giving, making him do all these crazy things. So, and then spoiler the, alert. Spoiler does alert he from find it? 1995 movie is he ends up running into a hotel that's about to be demolished in about 10 minutes not knowing it. Finds some buried treasure there. And, like, his dad or somebody has to run in and rescue him right as the building's, like, collapsing. Does he go rescue him? he does the and kid's they, fine do they get the gold i think he ends up with like with like a piece of gold i don't remember i haven't seen it. i used to love it. i watched it all the time
0: <laughs> they got a gift certificate to the i was a little obsessed craft. with it
1: i think it was like one of those movies that a kid loves and then he like runs it out because it's bhs some some d-list acting. something that nobody under the age of 25 understands i gotcha not a good movie no it's probably a terrible movie thinking about it it was amazing for me not good enough for uh, terrible for people in general and terrible to talk about on a podcast i know (laughs) it's (laughs) it's. (laughs) they ran they ran somebody ran it was athletic somebody somebody did something and it was impressive but so besides that i think i think that's all our nhl coverage for the week (laughs) oh boy
0: i hope you all took notes
1: but if you're gonna bet on the nba or nhl playoffs like we've just talked about make sure you do it at my bookie because i gotta tell you paul bookie is the place to go. Sports are back, and if you want to get in on the action, bookie is the place to be. They're going to match your deposit up to $1,000 when you use promo code 12 Sports when signing up. That's 12 Sports when signing up. You don't want to miss your chance to cash that ticket and get involved in all the NHL and NBA playoffs. I've been doing it. I make 25-cent bets, and boy, does it pay off. <laughs> well, how much? I am up how much? 75 cents. Oh, my gosh. Look at you. <laughs> it's impressive, I know. I am very impressed. I am Live on the edge, (laughs) (laughs) the edge of a dollar. (laughs) Uh, Edge of that's exact. Hey, a dollar can mean a lot to some people. It can. (laughs) All right. So besides that, let's talk some NFL. Got a lot of things going on in the NFL. The biggest thing that came out today is the Ravens are putting Earl Thomas, their Pro Bowl safety, on the chopping block. He's either going to get released or trade it. Mainly because one, it sounds like his teammates are just tired of his BS. And two, he also got in a fight. They sent him home.
0: Well, got in a fight with another player.
1: Yeah. And also, let's not forget what happened a few months ago when police were called on him and his brother because his wife found them in a random house sleeping with two women in the same room with each other, and she put a gun to his head. So, you know, that distraction probably also has something to do with it. Would that distract anybody? I don't know. I feel like maybe...
0: Uh, guns and sleeping with people And affairs and What's wrong with that? I don't,
1: I don't know Good lord Actually I just have checked to be sure They've already released him <laughs> He's, he didn't, They did not even worry about trading him So <laughs> As an Eagles fan I'm really actually angry about this news Do you know why? Why? Because it most likely means the Cowboys are going to pick him up Because they've loved Earl Thomas oh. for years And they need a safety well, And you know what? To that I say F you Earl Thomas for messing this up <laughs> Why would you do such a thing? Why would you do this to me as an Eagles fan? I now despise you, Earl Thomas, for life. So, thanks. You think someone will pick him up doing the that? The Cowboys are going to – the Cowboys? The, the Cowboys. The team that literally goes to the jailhouse down the They're block and t- goes, Hey, is oh, anybody in there play football? Hey, <laughs> you played football, right? What did you – you mer- oh, you won't be out for a while. You, what did you do? Gump is that, you know, we can look past that. You had, like, three sacks in the league, and we need a rusher. We got you. We got you. <laughs> we got. We got you, man. They we are getting you released. The Cowboys really should be named after uh, the Longest Yard team, the oh, yeah, Burt huh. Reynolds and the Mean Machine.
0: Yeah, they made that movie twice. Yeah.
1: I I never watched the original Tough movie to remake. Burt Reynolds, I know that he's not a good actor. He great was in the actor, second one.
0: Yeah.
1: And then Adam Sandler didn't. Actually, Adam Sandler, that was actually not one of his bad roles. <laughs> that was kind of decent. I will give him credit for that one. I I liked it at least. Another football movie. Yeah. But it has it was like a funny one, so at least it was a little different wasn't as serious-toned. You had refs getting hit in the nutsack by football, so it was fun.
0: It was uh, <laughs> real good humor.
1: Yeah. Uh, when you're 14 years old, that's the best type of humor.
0: Yeah, I guess. When you're 30 years old. <laughs> when that's you're 35 the, years old and you're the watching, you say, humor. God, no, yeah, you what go, are you go." Ah, and Never. then you go, that's, <laughs> that's smart kind of funny.
1: <laughs> So yeah, that. But yeah, Earl Thomas is released. I guess if you fight your teammates and your teammates don't like you, they're going to say, hey, management. I'm not sure I'd want to fight a guy that carries a gun. He didn't have the gun. His wife oh, got his the wife gun. Oh, his wife had a gun. To his head. Oh, my God. I don't think you'd bring the gun to practice. <laughs> you would think not. I would hope not. You never know. But, so Earl Thomas well, gets released. Well, you know, released. if you see his wife pull into the parking lot, <laughs> you better be nice. Exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, she's here. Oh,
1: guys, shh. Where's Earl? <laughs> Get him out of there. <laughs> Who's he in there? Oh, it's just the – wait, which coach? (laughs) All right, I think he's good. All right, anyway. So, yeah, Ravens release, star safety. So, clearly, he did enough that bothered them through all the different things he's done. They're releasing a huge talent. He's not like a backup safety. He's not like a, oh, hey, he's decent. He is a Super Bowl winning, multiple Pro Bowls, I think a first team all-time – like first team safety so he's a talented guy,
0: well, I think you hear it in the NFL more than you hear it anyway,
1: yeah, I mean you do, but it's just it's one of those moves that you're like it's clearly there was enough there that we don't know about as fans let's see where it lands that drove them away speaking of driving them away. the NFL is going to be concerned fans are not going to want to go to games if and players aren't going to want to play if all these false positive tests keep happening yeah that's that's uh. I mean, how do they, How does it all happen right there? I don't know. So they're investigating a New Jersey lab that 10 different teams had false positives, or at least it seems most of them are all false positive. For all we know, some are actual true COVID positive tests, but I believe uh, the Bears had like nine tests, and then when they got retested, they were all found to be false positive. So one, not only is this lab doing something obviously sketchy, I would think, who knows what... Well, I guess, hey, hey, you know what? Tell him
0: he's positive, he'll... Quarantine for 14 days and move on. Yeah, and I have another test. They'll say, "Oh, he's
1: negative." Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, but also you're also then freaking guys out unnecessarily. Granted, I don't know if we're gonna have an NFL season. Hey,
0: people are making decisions on whether to play or not play based on how many positive tests there are. Exactly. 40 40 of the
1: pos- positive tests are false if, positives, it makes a difference. If 10 teams out of I think it's what 32 in the NFL, 30 in the NFL, one of those it's it's in that range. If Basically, a third of the teams have positive cases. How do you play? How do you play? Well, you don't play for two weeks. You don't play for two weeks. Then it's almost the season. We have to do our fantasy football draft. I got to know if this guy's going to be fatigued and have no taste or smell. (laughs) Or not. I don't make it, I don't mean to make a light. Of it. So there's gonna be a whole new block. You gotta make a little light of it there's once gonna, in a while. There's
0: gonna be a whole new block on the information when you're doing your selections on, you know, how they feel about and yeah. Know, are they, are they, is their wife
1: expecting, do they live with their mother? Is there a chance they might opt out? Yeah, like, that's it's gonna be an interesting thing. I feel like this is gonna be a season that ends up getting cut and again, all along I've been saying it. Push the season back to November. You have the opportunity to do it. Why not? The NBA and NHL basically had to do that. They're all going to restart again in, like, two months. They're going to have a short offseason. The NFL can have a three-, four-month offseason still if they start in November. Yeah, I don't get why you wouldn't. Just for safety. But so we'll see what happens with that investigation. Then the other thing for the NFL I want to talk about, kind of on a not-so-happy note, but sounds like it's going to be a positive, at least in the long run. Ron Rivera, the Washington football team coach, Came out to his team letting him know that he has lymph node cancer, but they caught it early. So they're pretty – he said doctors are like, I'm good, but I'm going to be tired, so you guys need to step it up for me this year. So I think if a coach is upfront and honest about that, and he's like, hey, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to try to hide it from you. I'm not going to BS you. I'm not going to try to act like I'm stronger than I am. There are going to be days that I'm not going to be happy, and you're going to have to take the brunt of it, and you're going to have to deal with it. So – and you're sick, and you have – some immune issues. Oof. Yeah, well, I, that's, that's right. frightening, right? I don't know if he's gonna go. That's a bullhorn, and he might not. Even Sixty be coaching away. games. Who knows? Yeah. We we'll have to see. Well, that is a good point.
0: Uh, some prayers
1: and hope for the best, and take care of yourself. Exactly. And then, I guess, last thing to talk about. We're, I mean, we're moving right along here. We probably. are
0: moving along, but I can't wait for this last one because this is Oh, no, we got baseball talk. Don't oh, worry. my God. Before the end yeah, answers. Yeah, Don't yeah. worry. We are okay.
1: covering all major sports here. Cool. Granted, we're not going to talk really about the standings because, I mean, Yankees are good. Dodgers are good. The first team to 20 wins this year. We, we know who the good teams are. Right. We know who the bad teams are. Mm-hmm. Some of them reside in Boston. Some of them do. And then, we also know who the good players are. One of them is Mike Trout. Yeah, probably first ballot should be unanimous Hall of Famer when his career is all said and done, if you ask me. But did you know his rookie card just got sold? I think I heard something about this for crazy money. It was for crazy money. So the previous high baseball card sold was a Honus Wagner card, and I don't know if you've ever heard about these cards, but Honus Wagner. Are they like metal? A, or silver or gold or something? They're just in general old. They're like. I think late 1800, early 1900 card for when he played. And it was like some of the first original baseball cards. And there's a few that are in mint condition. One was sold, I think a few years ago for $3.2 million. So pretty good chunk of cash. Yeah. Mike Trout just beat that. Not by a little, by a few hundred thousand. He had a one of a kind rookie card with his autograph on it that just sold for $3.9 million.
0: Who has that kind of money to spend on a baseball
1: card? Somebody. That's the one question. Is it anonymous? uh, I don't know. I didn't check. I just saw the numbers. And that alone made me be like, let's talk about this. (laughs) But in general, one, who has that type of money, especially for a baseball card? I have a thousand baseball cards that I have piled up somewhere through years of being just given and left behind and... I couldn't tell you if any of them are worth anything. And it'd take you years to get through. And it would take <laughs> me way too much time to actually care to go through them. And if you want to try to find a baseball card, place to look through them for you, they're like, Yeah, we don't really want to do it either, but mm. like if you pay us a few hundred bucks, we'll tell you if you have anything. And I'm like, And then you're gonna I drop off 50. a box of baseball cards and you get them back, you don't know what's missing. Oh no, no, then they're gonna be like, Oh, these cards are worth fifty dollars, but you owe us three hundred for going through yeah. and I'm gonna be like You can use them oh. to keep a
0: table balanced, tuck it under the leg.
1: <laughs> Seriously. But no, I have some baseball cards, but 3.9 million dollars it just it just seems ridiculous. Can I tell you something? There's people starving. That's kind of gross. It is. Ugh. But also what are you expecting to get out of this card in a few years? Like if you sell it again. Well,
0: what you're do you sell think?
1: it after he goes into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, you just sell it after he retires or, he or something like that, a... I guess. Ugh. But it's like, oh, why? It's a baseball card. I get there's some people that's it's it's not like it's Dorothy's shoes. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that's true even. People that I guess I weed up more because it is synonymous with <laughs> pop culture, nostalgia, aura, like everybody knows that. This guy's
0: alive. <laughs> Three point <laughs> <That>, nine million.
1: <laughs> Three point nine million for his rookie card. Ooh. Hey. Granted, he's like the best baseball player to ever play the game, but so still. they buy it from somebody. So, somebody bought it. So, clearly, this is one of those things that, like, every year, it's probably gotten probably sold. Gets,
0: goes up for auction.
1: And gets minimum a bid. bit higher and higher and higher. I would assume if you buy for that much, you're holding on to it for a while.
0: It's got to be the next level. It's got to be till he gets to the Hall well, of the Fame. Well, the question
1: is, do you, do you sell it when he retires? Because then you know there's no more cards of his even being produced as a current player. Or do you wait until he's in the Hall of Fame? Well,
0: there's never going to be another rookie card made. So... Well, try, I'd wait for the Hall of Fame. F-
1: I try to figure out when this would be at the highest point of selling. Mm. Once he retires and you know he's going to go to the Hall of Fame do you sell it then because people are like I want to get this before he's in the Hall and it goes up to a higher price point or do you take the chance of after the Hall of Fame people are still going to be like you know what because you don't forget you got to wait five years.
0: Hey do you open the bid?
1: Oh I opened the bid. 60
0: days before the vote and hope that might be a good time.
1: Open it 60 days before the vote and have it end the day it comes out. Yeah. Like the hour after it gets announced. Cause then you have that hour where it's just gonna be bananas. Right. You would think.
0: Well, for the eight those, people that have that yeah, I was going to say for the
1: eight guys that are like, no, I want the card. No, I want the for card. For the eight guys that pay less taxes than you and me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I also would be starting that bit at four point five million dollars. So I oh, automatically absolutely. make a little bit more. Make a lot more. So we'll see, but that that's just crazy. That's nuts. It's 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 kind of it's kind of grotesque. It is, but guess if i could do it i mean i guess it would. if i had that type if i had that as they call it fu money where you can just literally do whatever you want i hope he's i hope billions, he's spending
0: 3.9 million on charity whoever knows it is i yeah, hope
1: he is i would hope so but if you have that type of money i i guess you can kind of do whatever you want and sure. that's like him giving ten dollars for that card probably whoever it was compared to you and i
0: who and got that first rookie card how did that come out
1: i don't know it said it was a unique like one yeah, of a kind, a minted, so signed. Here it is, and either the company made it and start like did like one bid then, and then whoever got that then just sold it, and then it started from there. I they must like do it with
0: a lot of players, and just I feel like that's be like
1: big auction house right. type thing where you make it specifically for major card collectors, and you're like, all right, we have a new card, one of a kind. It's a Mike Draw card. He has signed it. Let's start the bid. It's in the vault. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be something like that. So besides the Mike Trout card, another fun thing, since we're not really actually talking about baseball. We're talking about things that, that have things happened. Things that happened revolving. Well, around baseball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Padres
0: have yeah. done something.
1: You told me this fact. How about I, didn't, that? I missed this. I knew they'd hit a few Grand Slams this week. Yep. Didn't realize it was five, which then you told me. And it was a record. It's a record. That's a pretty good record. It is. Grand that Slams is. help you win games, I think. Grand Slams in a game in a row. Grand Slams also... Help you piss off other teams well, you know, with unwritten I, rules. Frankly,
0: with cheating and scandals, I would drive that score into the stratosphere. I think that's unwritten rule is nonsense. Oh,
1: well. Crush somebody. Do you know why it's nonsense? Why? Because it's not even written down. It's unwritten. There's nothing. <laughs> there's no rule. There's no paper anywhere that says what are these unwritten rules are. People just assume what these unwritten rules are. Yeah. People well, assume a, if you peg rule. my guy, I peg your guy. Yeah. That's an unwritten rule of baseball. Such as the Fernando Tatis thing, you hit a grand slam when you're up nine to three. What are you supposed to take
0: take the fall?
1: Give me a break. What are you supposed to play baseball or something? What's wrong with you? You're swinging a bat. I'm earn you three million dollars. You have the gall (laughs) to swing a baseball bat that is in your hand (laughs) at a baseball I throw at you. (laughs) I say, Nay, sir. Well, I believe he should have. He apologized. What he did, I know. Uh, How do you? His manager got mad at him. I, I imagine that. Imagine you hit a grand slam. Your manager's like, "Hey, congrats! It's your first career grand slam ever." Yeah, and and by the way, we're gonna get mad at you. You missed the take sign. How dare you swing at the pitch? Yeah, and, and if, hit a grand. If, and slam. by
0: the way, if you saw the take sign, tough. I'd hit the grand slam. If kick. it's right
1: down the pipe, I'm swinging. Who oh, baby am I? I am trotting around those bases, giving finger guns, because it's the Rangers, especially. So that definitely would be involved.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I have no fault. I think good for you. Excellent job.
1: Keep it up. I also think it's fantastic that they've just continued to hit grand slams. I know. Amazing. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, they're so infrequent.
1: It feels like it's like a, somehow the universe being like F yeah, you to the team. And you're mad at the guy that hit the ball. How about the guy that loaded the bases?
0: Yeah. Get like, mad at the right guy. Well,
1: that's the thing. You don't want him to grand slam? Strike him out. You, you don't go. want him to hit grand slam? Throw a better pitch. Like, it does much on the pitcher not making the pitches. Yeah. You're in that deep hole in the game because you're pitching. Couldn't do what they're uh, supposed to do.
0: Right now, what if it's the second inning and it happens?
1: You, I mean, are you suppose another team can it. score eight runs in an inning. Exactly. So what are you doing? Because this was late in the game. Hit that ball. Just hit it. You yeah. keep putting up runs. They have the whole point of baseball is to put up runs and score. Your job is to stop it. That's right. You can't stop it. You can't get mad. Sound like John Madden. The team that scores the highest points is going to win the well, game. that's exactly how it works. And guess what? You never know how many of the others is going to score somehow. Keep it up. We've seen weird things happen hey, in baseball. Hey,
0: ninth inning, bottom of the ninth inning, and scores te- team scores seven, eight runs.
1: Yeah, it's happened. So, yeah, and I, I hit that know. ball and hit it a mile. It's, Good for you. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's been the big discussion of the week in the baseball world, the unwritten rules. And, yeah, it's just like, how dare you? Oh, Swing a bat at a ball. <laughs> like,
0: unwritten rules are nonsense.
1: It's one of It's one of those things. I love baseball. I'm... I love, all, I love some of the unwritten rules. Like, I get it. I get certain things like maybe don't, if, like, you hit a home run, don't maybe pimp walk all well, that, around that, the bases. That,
0: don't, that's cocky.
1: Like, don't get overly cocky. Like Playing the game is not cocky. Certain things I get. When you
0: hit that ball and you stand at home plate for more than two stand, seconds,
1: yeah. you should have your head taken. If you stare at it and you take it all in, knowing it's a home run, that one, yeah, I get it. You can get pegged. Yep. But – Play just simply swinging at a ball because you missed the sign and then you hit a grand slam.
0: I don't care if you missed the sign or not. That baby's coming at you and you know
1: you can kill it. Well, it's also then brought up the discussion of mercy rule. Should there be a mercy rule in baseball if a team's up by 10 runs in the seventh inning? Should they then just call it? I don't think that. I, no. Nope. We've seen some late late inning games that well, also, teams explode. So I think, in that case, if it's a mercy rule, I think if you're going to have it, You make it so the other team has to feel the most pathetic about themselves as they can. Make it so (laughs) that the manager has to come out with a white flag (laughs) and put it down. And march around. (laughs) And march it to the umpire and hand it to him. And it just says on it, we surrender. And that's it. Do that. No team's going to ask for a mercy rule.
0: No, I don't. I'm not in favor of having a mercy rule. No grown man's going to do that. (laughs) I I believe I I have my, I think it should be um, get rid of the umpire behind home plate. Oh, man. Uh, uh, there was a call last night. It had to be a foot and a half outside, Outside, and it got called a strike. And I'm like, are you on crack? Where is this guy? What's he watching? And well, I'm, then, I, I I, just can't stand that.
1: Well, then you had it earlier this week. I forget if it was the Dodgers or who it was. There was a strike right down the middle, 100 miles per hour. Umpire just stared, and they kind of looked at him like, to strike. And he was like, no, that's a ball. Because he
0: he was dating Because
1: he, he probably. So bring in the robot umpires. Yep. Bring them all in. Put it behind home plate. Put a metal box behind home plate. I don't, I care. don't care what it is. Put Watson <laughs> behind home plate.
0: You all you need is the radar coming up
1: out of the ground. Bury it and be done. And Watson you. is a big robot. Yeah. He will basically be the Joe West of the umpires.
0: And if somebody runs into him, knock yeah, <laughs> bat
1: the guy and he'll be done. He's the Joe West of the um, Robot Umpire. Boy, Joe West, he's moving pretty slow. Oh yeah, but he's trying to get that record. Yep. Yeah. So
0: he's a slow man. Yes. And I yell, uh, you know, I Slow-mo you George. watch someone yell at, Slo- at Joe and you think, Oof, don't yell at him. He's getting old. He can't
1: hear you. What? <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea what's happening. I guess all he can do is see and that's what matters in baseball. Yeah. And speaking of seeing, look at these segues. Check out Zingo TV. You can find all 12 Ounce Sports, shows, podcasts, everything on Zingo TV. That's Z-I-N-G-O TV. Pretty simple to remember. Use promo code 12OUNCE. That's two O Z catch all 12 ounce sports programming that you want channel 761 zingo tv download the app use the promo code 12 ounce check it out so besides that paul seamless it's time for our oh no baby oh no baby what is you doing what is you doing and we have two candidates died that, well, not for, even candidates tied <laughs> for dimwit of the week let's be honest one of them is worse. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. And we'll start with the not as bad one. The not as bad. Imagine that's the award. The not as bad award. <laughs> not as bad as Oh No Baby. <laughs> Goes to Mike Milbury, the NHL NBC hockey announcer, who basically came out during the game. They were talking about the players being in the bubble and how it's worked so well. And the one guy was saying, like, you know, it's a nice environment. If you like being around your teammates often and hanging out with them and just doing everything basically with them, it's perfect for you. To which Mike Milbury then responded with, yeah, and there's no women around to distract them either. And boy, could he have chosen... The, how about there's no other distractions? And there's no other distractions for them except hockey. That's all they have to focus on. Would have been fine. And they would have gone right on to their next topic. Exactly. But he had to Instead, personalize it. He personalized it, made it one seem like hockey players have a hard time keeping it in their pants, and second that women are distractions that they're all into women i mean who, we don't know well, they're distractions <laughs> and i think that you know well, Wait, you're, you're not saying they're a distraction you're no he i'm saying he's saying, saying they're a let's not get ourselves in the, trouble bro. no no what the heck
0: is he i mean jesus have a
1: brain in your head <laughs> right so that was a that was not a great comment to make but it's not the worst oh no like not by far in his mind that was an innocent thing he's like yeah and like Basically, he was saying there's nobody else here to distract the players. Right. They're focused on hockey. He, they don't have their families here, anything like that. He just happened to say the, probably the thing that you can't say yep. is he specified women are distracting NHL players. Yeah, and not, not a good place to And you to can't be. do that.
0: No, because they have worse distractions than that.
1: Like, yes. It's, it's, who knows? It's chicken wings, whatever. They might have a gambling issue. Like, we don't know. We have no idea. Not a clue. The award for real true award of the Oh no baby. Yeah. What
0: you doing? First place or the last, however. First look at place
1: it. goes to Red Announcer. I think it's Tom Brenneman. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, Tom Brenneman, Who didn't realize he had a live mic. Oh,
0: that's never good.
1: No, and let's just say he said something along the lines of the old fashioned word for cigarettes. Capital yep. Yeah, of, you can't say the word. I'm not going to. <laughs> Capital of the world. So, old-fashioned cigarettes, capital of the world, is what he said. If you don't know what the old-fashioned word for cigarettes is, look it up. If you haven't heard what he said by now, you clearly don't go on Twitter or on Facebook because it was, like, all over there the day it happened. But didn't know he had a live mic, so that happened. Then about 20 seconds of dead air... To which then he was like, "Welcome to the Reds pregame," <laughs> <laughs> and I won't be here and very I long. I <laughs> will not be here very long. And I think it was around the fourth inning he came on the mic and started to make an apology. He said he was a man of faith and he did not mean to offend anybody with what the words he said. Because I have to remember specifically, he didn't even start the apology off very well. No, I think it was something about,
0: "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I, didn't I know believe I lied, Mike. <laughs> I, th- I, th-
1: I believe it was something along the lines of, "I'm," I said something that may have offended some people or something along that line, and oof, it was not good. And while it's happening, a home run was hit. So he's in the middle of his apology, <laughs> and he immediately starts going, oh, and there's a drive. Oh, here, I have the exact apology. He goes, I pride myself and think of myself as a man of faith. Um, he's like, I believe this is a judgment-free zone. And then, oh, I have actual, wow, this, I've just, keep looking in this thing and I find the whole actual, he goes, I made a comment earlier tonight that I guess went over out over the air that I am deeply ashamed of. I guess I know went out over the air because th- they're telling me I need to apologize. I'm hacking my desk. I'm currently <laughs> fu- writing my paper saying I am fired. I understand. And he goes, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart. I am so very, very sorry. I pride myself in thinking of myself as a man of faith. And as he's saying that, Nick Castellanos hits a home run, <laughs> to which he then goes, a man of faith, as here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run, and so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck, because that's clearly his concern at this moment. For the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people who I work with, for anybody that I offended here tonight, I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am, that is not who I am. It never has been. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that, that could back me up. And I'm very, very sorry. And I beg for your forgiveness. Talk about one of the worst public apologies. Who cares about the home run? You finish your apology. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't say it in the first place. Well, that too. Yeah, you know what? Point one. <laughs> don't say what you said. Yeah. It, clearly,
0: you thought it.
1: Yeah. And you said it. The thing people want to know is... Who was he talking to? Yeah, right. What made him say that?
0: Who's in the room with him that probably went, "Oh no, baby, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no, baby, what is you doing, what are Tom? You doing? Your mic is live. What do you think, me counting Everybody down?" Everybody ran. Man? <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I thought you were counting down to how many there were." Oh boy. And you're like, "No, well, Tom, no, we leave that talk off the mic." Well, Tom, maybe somebody will hire you. And know what, Tom? Don't even leave that t- convo off the mic. Just don't say it at all. Don't think that. You, th- you think that way. Me. Change your mindset because yeah, everybody's a good person. Everybody should be accepted for who they are.
0: Honest to God.
1: <laughs> Red's, pi- Red's players immediately after the game also went out on Twitter and was like, we c- condone what he did. Don't, we are, condone. We, we don't condone. We don't condone. <laughs> That's right. We don't condone. Not condone. We don't condone what he said. We are with you. We stand with you. With the certain community that he offended that night. If you're wondering what community that is, it's the LGBTQ community is lgbtq plus I've, it's one of those yeah. it's both of those. it doesn't matter it's all of those he said he something horrifying about that community and they stand with them we stand with them be who you want to be no but, reason, no trust me paul and i are not people to judge and his and his
0: a and his, his, uh, word of advice for those people that's st- sitting behind a microphone
1: no when it Don't says on air say it <laughs> when that light says on air that means you're on, on the air, the air. It's big and red for a reason. Maybe don't sound big at it. Oh
0: my god.
1: Well That was a true oh no baby. Oh we've da- had we've had some that are like are like, yeah, jokey, like Oh yeah. This like, oh no bad. baby, what are you doing? Oh, like oh, what'd you do on oh, your way out? <laughs> man, that was not that was not a good move by you. Is but this ha- is like no, a, what is your hurry? Ooh, this may have been a whole new category. <laughs> yeah.
0: I yeah, this might be the oh baby what you doing of the year. This might be the oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> yep. O M G. This is the I effed up, <laughs> <laughs> And then, but wait, wait, I got to stop my apology. This is going to be a home run.
1: <laughs> Could you just imagine? <laughs> I am sorry that I am a terrible, there is a long drive to left field. <laughs> it's you? up, up. Oh my goodness, it is a grand slam. The Reds win. And Can you be so being his sorry. boss and you're thinking,
0: okay, here's the apology.
1: What is he doing? <laughs> oh my God, man, apologize. Then tell them there was a home run. People mostly are watching on TV. They understand. <laughs> oh it's also, hey. Fox is now looking for a new guy on their B team for their football games. Wow. So this was not a small mistake by him. This is a few million dollar mistake by him.
0: Yeah. Well, it's more than a few and million because guess what? He
1: earns it. He deserves it. Find a job. Good luck yeah. with that. He deserves it. Well, trust me. Some liar. Some college or something. Yeah. If he wants to stay in the game, somebody will hire him. That's the terrible thing about it. Cowboys. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be the Cowboys play-by-play guy. <laughs> That's I had to exactly, throw that in there because I know how much you love them. That was nice. That's exactly what will happen. The Cowboys will hire Wouldn't it be funny player. if we read that next week? Oh my God, we could. That would be. That would be something. Yep. Right up
0: the there. The Cowboys
1: early. have signed Earl Thomas and Tom <laughs> Brenneman, former Reds announcer. We don't know what he said wrong. We got. We like the guy. <laughs>
0: You know, he thought he was off the air.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Jones. Now listen, he thought he was not on the air. It's okay. I like him. Jerry, shut up your 90. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, passed the baton. <laughs> Just, but no, I like that. Yeah, he's going to be the Cowboys play-by-play announcer next week. Oh, baby, what you I think, I think on that note, we, sh- we should wrap things we up. We should, before we, that's we say like something jo- we don't mean. That's like the George Costanza thing. You make the good joke, and you're like... I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. And you're like, oh. slap the money the down to the, on the work counter. Day. It's the beginning of the work day, George. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all tomorrow. <laughs> I love George Costanza. Uh, but that was, a, that was very much a, let's, let's, end up, let's end on a positive because sometimes we don't. <laughs> no, are they, are we, you know, we, uh, George Costanza joke, funny guy, because God knows Don Brenneman wasn't. Not, no, not funny. But, all right, Paul, thanks for letting me stay at your house once again. The Southern Studio is yeah. always open. It's people are actually, honestly just think I just am here a lot now, which is fine. It's hey, listen,
0: I don't know anybody that's been practicing COVID distancing more than this family, and we all make sure we're distant and quarantined before we visit somebody else, <laughs> yeah. and it, we have a calendar for it. So do. Oh.
1: <laughs> so make sure you stay distant if you're listening, because we want football and, and wear a mask. That too, everybody, just wear a mask. Everybody, be safe. Thanks for tuning into the Sports Stance, Paul. Good to have you back this week. Good to be back. We'll see everybody next week, probably on Monday again. I think the Sunday schedule is going to be what works for us. Absolutely. makes it a little easier when you have a newborn and you work all week. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, all right. My name is Greg. Paul again. Everybody, have a good one. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. too. Man, I couldn't even end on a good note. No. <laughs> be safe. Be healthy. See you next week for some more sports dance. The Sports Stance.